filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Filibuster Freestyle. It is your buddy Gavin, and for those of you listening, I'm going to take a little bit of a moment of a pause here to hit play on Facebook Live, and we're going to attempt to do a quick Filibuster Freestyle Facebook Live while also recording this, while using no other sound, sound engineers besides yourself, yours truly, your buddy Gavin. So for those listening, give me like, I don't know, seven seconds or less, and we'll get, we'll get everybody else on Facebook Live caught up with the pod. How's that sound? And it's getting ready. And there we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen on Facebook Live, move the microphone over so you can see me. It's your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle. Coming at you from the Facebook Live. We are midstream in the middle of a regular podcast. Good to have everybody. Good to be back. I promise you this will be the uh, the last time I go solo for a while. It's going to be two weeks in a row that I'm solo, but I'm going to do my best to uh, book, book guests, period. I, I can't even say book better guests because I'm the host of the show. Whether I'm a good guest or a bad guest, I'm not a guest. So we're going to book a guest or two next time we go out. It's actually going to be our March Madness annual podcast the next time we do this. But I've got a couple hot takes, a couple not-so-hot takes, and um, really strangely, mainly about pizza and basketball, but a couple other things too, politics, travel, etc. So, number one, you know this time of year you watch a lot of basketball, right? And every once in a while, a guy will take a three-point shot usually, and instead of the ball going in, or bouncing off the rim, or missing altogether, or going off the backboard, it gets like wedged right in between the, the basket and the backboard. It's going to get wedged in there, right? Well, I'm, my hot take is, because right now the rules in basketball are you essentially just stop the game, and I think in the college game it, it rotates possession, and you go to a jump ball, and in the pro game maybe you jump it, whatever, maybe it's a turnover, I don't know. Pretty anticlimactic, also an incredibly awkward moment for everybody involved when the game just stops because the shot gets wedged in, just stuck in between the net, again, the hoop, and the backboard. So here's my thought, and I'm going to do a poll on this, I think, but instead of awkwardly stopping the game, I think that getting it wedged in there should either be worth one point, because, okay, it's not a two, I get it. It's not a three, which usually is the shot you're taking when it gets wedged. But it's actually harder to get the ball stuck in between than it is to get it in the hole. In, in the hole, excuse me. So maybe it should be worth a point. And frankly, you can't dunk the ball into, into like a wedge position. That would be too easy. But if it's an unblocked shot, it's not tipped or deflected, and it gets stuck and wedged in there, shouldn't it be worth a point? And maybe you're a defensive person. You're saying, ah, Gavin, actually the point of it is to get it in the hole. Uh, if you miss so awkwardly that the game has to stop because of you, that's on you. So maybe, maybe it should be worth negative one points. So you shoot a three, no one blocks it, no one tips it, it gets stuck between the hoop and the backboard. It is negative one points for, for delaying the game. Like the principal said in Billy Madison, I award you no points, and we are all dumber for having listened to you speak. And, and so we're going to take one point off the scoreboard and potentially take – uh, I'll award you no points as you speak either. Andy Maslin is watching right now, by the way. Andy Maslin, what is up, my friend? I hope you're well down there in Florida. All right, 
places listening. Izmir, Turkey won the week. Izmir is a lovely city on either the, uh, I think it's in the Mediterranean, if not, maybe the Black Sea, maybe the Aegean Sea. It's a beautiful place. Andy Maslin says, uh, if, if your three-pointer gets stuck, you should be banished from basketball. Very draconian punishment, but that's why Andy Maslin is the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Anyway, <laughs> that's a good one, Andy Mas. I'll tell you what, it's nice having the peanut gallery, especially when you're not doing the show with any other guests. But uh, Izmir, Turkey, most listens last week um, of any city in the world. I don't know who was in Izmir, probably on vacation, but thanks for listening. Seems like it's a fantastic place. Like, I was supposed to do some research with the crack research team and give you some cool history on Izmir. I don't have any. You can go on Wikipedia and look it up yourself, everybody. That's what it's there for. Ashburn, Virginia did listen somewhat this week. Good for you guys. But Turkey as a nation almost won the week. Again, Izmir as a city did win the week. Brighton, Australia came in third place. By the way, this just in Andy Madison thinks if you get your ball wedged in between the hoop and the backboard, you should get sent to Izmir, Turkey. So again, that is like a a plus because Izmir is supposed to be kind kind of awesome. So either you get banished from basketball, bummer, but you get to live in Izmir, or at least go on vacation, not too shabby. Uh, in fact, I think Izmir is the place where one of the Drexel basketball players back in the day tried to do a, like a dive off of a, a boat and wound up doing like a three-story three story belly flop. Um, for those of you listening and for those of you watching, I don't have any video footage of that, but I do believe an unnamed Drexel basketball player whose name I do know belly flopped from like three stories off a boat when he tried to do a dive into the Mediterranean Sea. So he may have gotten a ball wedged too. Regardless, Brighton, Australia, which is a beautiful little city on the outskirts of Melbourne, was number, uh, number three this week. United, the United Kingdom was the fourth place listening place. Uh, a city called Red Car, England, which is up by Newcastle, has found us listening to some of our older podcasts, which we're okay with too. They actually tapped into our Game of Thrones Ghostbusters 2 theory, which frankly, that was two years ago. I don't even remember what my theory was. But literally this week, people have been listening to that pod, mainly from the UK. Good for you guys. Thanks for doing that. Uh, all right. Other places listening. Got to give props to Norway. They clearly were super excited to listen to the pod because we were giving them all kinds of credit uh, for their Winter Olympic prowess. A nation of like 6 million people or something around that number totally dominated the world in Nordic sports. Doesn't surprise me. They're Vikings. They have snow. They have the will. I met some great people from Norway when I was in Denmark, as I've told people before, Cindy Harrington and I were on a filibuster freestyle field trip, say that five times fast, in Denmark, met some unbelievable Norwegian people who gave us a bunch of beer and great conversation. And, you know, frankly, I pretty much agree with their geopolitical assessment of the United States, which I don't usually do with foreign people. And also, I don't try to make foreign political statements, but these guys were right on it. So I got to give them credit for that. Well read, as well as being great at Nordic sports. Other places listening, Chile, a.k.a. Chile, India, Romania, Kazakhstan, probably Borat, and then Sweden also listened. All right, that's the good news. Now i got to get into the Gav Money gripes. Number one, you know when you're in the supermarket and someone's out clearly in the way of exactly where you want to be, and so you just kind of like try to be somewhat polite and reach and just say, oh, sorry for, you know, sorry for reaching, excuse me, whatever. I've noticed people kind of say, you're fine. No, I'm not fine. You're in my way. I'm not fine. Fine's a weird word. Fine makes me feel like I'm putting you out. You're in my way. I'm being nice. You should say, oh, yeah, no problem. I think you're fine. Is like you're the king of the row and you're letting me do it. No, 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 no. 
not, not okay. Don't say you're fine. Say, oh, I'm sorry I'm in your way. Because you are. You're not moving fast enough. All right. Speaking of not moving fast enough, last Friday, driving to work. Most Friday mornings, there's just more people on the road. I think because people are not going to go to work. Anyway, most people, most people would think that if you did community service highway litter cleanup, you wouldn't do it at 8.45 in the morning. On a highway here in Charlotte, Highway 77, that is being expanded, and therefore, because they're expanding it, it's under construction, which means right now it's basically down to one and a half lanes. You couldn't wait 30 minutes and get community service litter pickup going at 9.15 when most of us were already at our desks. You needed to get that one in at 8.45. You needed to get that one at 8.15 when we were all trying to be somewhere. I just feel like you got to wait till 9.15 on that one. I'm sorry. I know I kind of sound like Larry David and I'm griping. I'm really sorry. But use your heads, guys. It's community service. You're already stuck on a Friday. Start 30 minutes later. Everybody's happier. Okay. Here's the best thing about Papa John's ditching the NFL uh, as, a, as being the, well, Papa John's is the official sponsor, right, of the NFL. Pizza. Pizza sponsor. The best part is it's going to dramatically lessen the amount of times we need to see Peyton Manning's face and, more importantly, the very odd Papa John's founder's face, John Schnatter. I'm already going to see Peyton doing nationwide commercials and pretty much every other commercial the good news is one of his major pitch plays is out of the NFL, which makes no sense because your biggest pitch man is like a retired NFL commercial Hall of Famer. Certainly going to be an NFL Hall of Famer, but you got to say Peyton Manning, like him or don't like him, the guy is a commercial Hall of Famer. He's just the pitch man of pitch man of pitch man. Say that one fast, Andy Maslin, since you did take the challenge and at least type filibuster freestyle field trip five times fast. Andy Maslin did it. Andy Maslin's the all-star viewer of this Facebook Live filibuster freestyle. Uh, but here's the thing about Papa John's leaving as the NFL's official pizza. You know that it may have been a short-sighted move by them when Pizza Hut literally sliced in as the official pizza within like 15 minutes of Papa John's vacating the space. I think it just shows you how strong the NFL brand is, and even if you don't like some of the things that were going on with the players, the owners, or whatever, and obviously John Schnatter seems to be a pretty conservative dude, sided with the owners or with the president or whomever, and didn't want the players kneeling. I just feel like if Pizza Hut's like, oh my God, you're vacating the space 15 minutes later, let's call the NFL and give them millions of dollars a year. Probably didn't want to get off that property, John. Probably didn't want to get off that property. Also, your pizza's the worst pizza in terms of mass-produced pizza in the world. I mean, it's a fact. They know it in Izmir. They know it in Sweden. They know it in Kazakhstan. They know it in America. And now they know it in the NFL. Stock market recently has taken a bit of a dive. Uh, it seems like tariffs on aluminum and steel, at least last Friday, were one of the major factors. And I feel it very, I find it to be, excuse me, very interesting here in the filibuster freestyle that this is where having a populist America First leader is actually going to veer wildly away from most Republican lawmakers and Republican voters who aren't kind of in that Tea Party uh, kind of hardcore Trump camp. So for the first year plus of Trump's presidency, um, they've kind of just turned a blind eye to a lot of the stuff he does and says because they're looking for tax cuts or they were trying to kill Obamacare, et cetera. But here's the thing. Now with these tariffs, you're hurting free trade. And Republicans... They may say they like America first and all that. They like money. Democrats like money, too. We all like money. We're Americans, right? 
If you start messing with free trade and you start messing with the price of steel and you start messing with European trading partners, woo, baby, that's when, that's when you're probably going to lose a lot of people who've been turning the blind eye to what you're doing. And when you mess with people's money, that becomes a big enough problem because greed is so much stronger of a factor than even the unfortunate xenophobia we've been dealing with in America. Uh, greed is the king. And so if you start to ta- if you want to tax aluminum and steel and make it more expensive for Americans to give steel for buildings and the stock market tanks, all the rich people who turn a blind eye about your politics are going to get absolutely heated. And now you're actually potentially in trouble. I'm just saying. Okay, last couple hot takes. Um, been noticing a lot of basketball sneakers that look like Timberland work boots. Uh, dude on Purdue wore them yesterday. Uh, I've seen it a few times. It's kind of, I, I'm in favor of the style, but I'm also on record, I think, is saying simultaneously it looks incredibly whack for a dude playing a Division One basketball game to look like he's wearing Timberlands. So it's kind of a cool thing, but also kind of like a don't wear it on the court thing, like wear it stylistically, you know what I mean? Uh, it is championship week for basketball. I want to give congrats to Lipscomb University out of, I believe, Nashville, Tennessee. First ever big dance, I am told, by the crack research team. Congratulations to those guys. I did tell you guys already about the ball being wedged in. So that's all I got. Filibuster Freestyle, that's what we got this week. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Leave a review on iTunes. People can find it, which is really appreciative on our part. Our part excuse me. Filibusterfreestyle.com. We always got it going. And, of course, the Instagram's popping whenever we can, at Filibuster Freestyle. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching at home. Take care.